Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jello program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston and Phil Harris and his orchestra. The orchestra opens a program with Jamboree. <laughs> Blue skies, the first baseball games of the season. Gay new fashions, these are sure signs of spring. And spring calls for a fresh touch when planning your menus, too. And what could be more in keeping with the season than a shimmering mold of Jell-O, bright in its springtime colors. Jell-O is a great favorite with everybody at every season of the year, but particularly in the spring, thanks to its refreshing taste of fresh ripe fruit. It's grand for dessert in any of its six delicious flavors, strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. And it's versatile, too, for in addition to grand desserts, it also makes tempting salads. But whether you serve Jell-O as a salad or as a dessert, be sure to get the real thing, genuine Jell-O. No other gelatin dessert has Jell-O's extra-rich fruit flavor. So ask for Jell-O by name and look for the big red letters on the box. They spell Jell-O. Top of the Town, played by Phil Harris and his orchestra. And now, ladies and gentlemen... Oh, uh, Phil, has our guest star arrived yet? Yes, Don, he just got here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, guest appearances of famous film celebrities on radio programs are all the vogue. So contrary to our usual procedure, Jell-O brings you this evening a personality whose meteoric rise to film stardom has been nothing short of phenomenal. It is my pleasure to present that famous Paramount star and romantic screen lover... Mr. Jack Benny. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Benny, on behalf of Jell-O and the members of our cast, uh, we welcome you here tonight. Uh, thank you, Mr. Wilson. I cannot tell you how thrilled I am to... Oh, will you stand just a little closer to the microphone, please? Oh, yes, I'm really not used to microphones. Or mics, as you radio people call them. <laughs> now, Mr. Benny, I'm sure that our listeners would like to know something of the more personal things about you and your sparkling career. Well, I'll be only too glad to acqui... to act... to oblige. <laughs> uh, because I want my public to know the real me, R-E-A-L, as well as the real me, R-E-E-L. <laughs> 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 now, Mr. Benny, of the many, many pictures you have made, which one do you personally think you excelled in? All of them. Mm. <laughs> hello, Don. Oh, hello, Mary. Oh, Mary, uh, we have a guest here with us tonight. Jack Benny, the famous film star. Jack Benny? Oh, boy. Gee, what a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over how much he looks like Gary Cooper's chauffeur. <laughs> Silly girl. Uh, would you mind giving me your autograph, Mr. Benny? Uh, yes, yes, later. Oh, well, don't b bother learning to write just for that. Well, Mary, please. Now, uh, Mr. Benny, here's a rather intimate question, and uh, you can answer it or not just as you please. Uh, go right ahead, Mr. Wilson. Is uh, Jack Benny your right name? Uh, yes, condensed. 
I see. And uh, what was it before you condensed it? Uh, you mean my family name? Yes. If they ever put that in lights, Neon would declare an extra dividend. <laughs> now, Mr. Wilson, I didn't come here to be ridiculed. Uh, you know, Mr. Benny, I saw your last picture, College Holiday. Mm -hmm. And I thought you were marvelous when you made love to Martha Ray. Well, thank you. Did you like that scene? I'll say. Is that Martha Ray's mouth as big as it looks on the screen? Big? That's where they made Lost Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're spoofing, Mr. Benny. Well, I think a little humor adds spice to an interview. <laughs> <laughs> Now, getting back to our little tete-a-tete, -tete, uh, what is your next starring vehicle? Uh, well, of course, Mr. Wilson, this is uh, entre nous, uh, meaning between us. But they are seriously discussing me for the lead in Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind? Yes, but I can't quite see myself as Rhett Butler. Can you? No! That's what I thought. <laughs> now, Mr. Benny, there's one more question that ladies in particular would be very much interested in. Do you mind telling us your age? Uh, what is that? Do you mind telling us your age? I'm uh, just 31. He minds. <laughs> Mary, please. Somebody has a cue. In yeah, that's your cue right there, Jack. And the line starts out, it's all right, Mr. Wilson. No, that's hello, fellas. Huh? Oh. oh, is that on? <laughs> oh, we of the cinema can take it. Mine is scratched out. Mine is scratched out. Right. <laughs> what are you? Scratched out, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, of course, I'll tell you, I'm a movie celebrity, and really, I'm not used to this sort well, of work at all. <laughs> hello, Don. Hiya, fellows. Oh, hello, Kitty. I want you to meet our guest star of the evening, Jack Benny. Oh, boy, a real movie star. Wow. Are you, uh, are you thrilled, young man? Yeah. Would you like my autograph? <laughs> I didn't get your name. Who are you? Ken Baker, condensed. Oh, what do you do on the radio, Mr. Baker? Well, I, uh, I, uh... You sing, dope. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mary. She always helps me out. Well, that's nice. Pardon me, Mr. Benny, I'm Phil Harris. Oh, yes, yes. I just wanted to tell you that when you were in New York recently, I made a picture at Paramount, and they let me use your dressing room. Uh, yes, I did grant that permission. You know, I never realized what a beautiful head of hair you had until I saw it on the shelf. <laughs> Uh, that was my chest piece. I was making a test for Tarzan. <laughs> well, Mr. Wilson, I must be off. I have an appointment with my director. Oh, just a minute, Mr. Benny, before you leave. Uh, would it be too presumptuous if I asked you what your favorite dessert is? Uh, well, the first letter of my favorite dessert is also one of my initials. Uh, that might be Jell-O. It better be. <laughs> and I am partial to each one of the six delicious flavors. Do you uh, look for the big red letters on the box? Do I? Intently. And uh, why do you do it, Mr. Benny? <laughs> to be sure that it's genuine jello. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, Mr. Wilson, for permitting me to give a message to my fans. And thank you, my fans, for your patient indulgence. Au revoir. <laughs> silly to do a thing like that. Yeah. Hey, was that our Jack? Oh, play, Phil.
Turn Off the Moon, played by Phil Harris and his orchestra. Wasn't I crazy, folks, pretending to be a guest star on my own program? You didn't fool me. I know, Getty. But the reason I did that was because I was guest of honor at Phil Harris's opening Tuesday night at the Coconut Grove, and I didn't get a chance to say anything. In fact, I wasn't even introduced. I'm sorry, Jack. And another thing, Phil, you should have seen the table you reserved for me. What was wrong with it? Well, there was nothing wrong with the table but the location. I finally had an argument with the head waiter about my check. You did? Yeah, he wanted me to pay a California sales tax, and I was sitting in Arizona. You know, Jack, I was wondering why I didn't see you at the Coconut Grove. I was there. Me too. Oh, uh, where were you sitting, Mary? Oh, I had a peach of a table right up next to the orchestra. Me too. Did you uh, have a good time, Mary? Yes, except the bass player kept knocking my compact out of my hand. Me too. Kenny, you can't, don't carry a compact. Just for that joke, I do. Hmm. Well, it was a nice affair, though, wasn't it, Mary? Mm, gosh, I had a lot of fun. But, gee, was that dance floor crowded. Oh, was Don there, too? I'll say he was. We danced the rumba together. Me too. Me too, me too. Me too. Who did you dance with, Kenny, Mary or Don? I don't know. Crowds get me excited. <laughs> Well, Don, that is a surprise. I didn't know you could dance. Boy, I do some mean trucking. Oh. He danced with me five times. Oh, I don't believe it. Huh? I'll show you my flat slipper. <laughs> well, I wish I'd have had that good a time. Anyway, Phil, I still want to congratulate you. It was a very swanky affair and a great tribute to you. Thanks, Jack. How did my orchestra sound? Well, Phil, I got to give you credit for a fellow who knows absolutely nothing about music. You certainly get away with murder. Yes, don't we? <laughs> No use, Phil. I'm going to keep that watch. Come in. Hello, Bud. Just thought I'd drop in on you. Well, well, if it isn't Lawrence Tibbet. <laughs> Say, Andy, I'm glad to see you, but you're dressed up quite formal for a Sunday afternoon, aren't you? Can't help it, Buck. I put this dress shirt on for Phil's opening Tuesday night, and I can't get it on. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Doggone, my mother was right. She said a collar button was better than cement. <laughs> no, I'll never wear a dress shirt again. Well, I don't blame you. Next time I have to go out fancy, I'm going to whitewash my chest. <laughs> Say, that's a great idea. So you were at the Copeland Grove, huh, Andy? <laughs> yep, and I had two dances with Mary. Didn't I, Mary? <laughs> yep. Well, the place was kind of crowded, wasn't it? <laughs> Crowded, I fell down four times and never hit the floor. <laughs> it's a good thing I had my spurs on. Your spurs on? <laughs> Mary, what are you laughing at? Now I know what bit me. Well, Andy, come here. While Kenny is singing, I'll try to get your dress shirt off. You won't catch cold, will you? No, I got a Mackinac on under it. Oh, well, come here. Sing, Kelly. Oh, love is so sweet in the springtime When blossoms are fragrant in Years that are coming can bring time to make me forget, dear, this day. I love. 
love you in life's gray December, the same as I love it thrill it knew that day in sung by Kenny Baker. And tonight, Kenny, just for a change, I'm not going to tell you how good it was. That's right. No, <laughs> Oh, you can't be spoiled, Kenny. I can't, eh? Nah. This morning I was singing in my backyard and two robins applauded. Well, the birds I get aren't so encouraging. <laughs> no, sir. Especially that one in Cleveland. Quiet. And now, and now, ladies and gentlemen, see if I've got the right script here. Oh, yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our feature attraction this evening, we are going to present something new and entirely different. This accident, or play, is a very subtle and sophisticated English drawing room drama entitled Lady Millicent's Husband, or Mutton Mutton Who's Got the Chop. Now, I will play the part of Lord of Lord Stanley Puffypan, a retired loafer. Mary Livingston will be Lady Millicent, my current wife, who has just made me the latest link in her long chain of husbands. The rest of the cast, including the orchestra and whoever else shows up, will be Lady Millicent's ex-husband. So immediately after the next number, we will uh, take you to the ancestral mansion of the uh, Puffypan, located at Ketchup on the Vet, near London. Play Mr. Addis.
Boy Blue, played by Phil Harrison as orchestra. Now for our English drawing room drama, Lady Millicent's Husbands, or Tea for Too Many. As the uh, curtain rises, we find Lord Puffypan in the drawing room, boring himself for a change. Everybody all set? Uh, Tiddy-o, rather, and Pip-Pip. Pip-Pip, hooray! <laughs> all right, let's go. Remember your accents, fellows. Uh, curtain, mu music. <laughs> Lord Puffipan's castle, are you there? Just a moment, please, I'll inquire. Uh, who is it, Heaves? <laughs> Long distance from Australia, sir. Your Uncle Egbert calling. Uncle Egbert? Uh, yes, he wishes to know how you are. Uh, tell him quite well. Uh, very good, sir. Hello? He's feeling quite well. Goodbye. Well, it was jolly nice talking to Uncle Egbert again. <laughs> You know, I haven't heard from him in 14 years. Really, sir? Yeah, next time he calls, I must ask him how he feels. <laughs> oh, Heaves, have you seen her ladyship about? She's in the billiard room, sir, waiting for her cue. <laughs> oh, well, put some chalk on her and shoot her in. Uh, good afternoon, Stanley. Oh, there you are, Millicent. <laughs> Uh, did you uh, did you sleep well? Uh, no, Grandpapa was walking about the halls all night long. Uh, Grandpapa? Well, why didn't you lock him up? It wouldn't do any good. He's a ghost, you know. Oh, yes. I thought he looked a bit pale. <laughs> uh, what are you reading there, Stanley? Uh, the latest cricket scores, my dear. Most exciting. Any upset? Oh, rather. <laughs> London Braves, seven. Liverpool Giants, nil. Well, here's something of interest. Your cousin Ronald passed away. Ronnie? Why, I was talking to him only yesterday afternoon. Uh, must have been a rather dull chat. He died yesterday morning. <laughs> uh, let me see that article. Well, the least they could have done was to keep it off of the amusement page. Uh, Right-ho, he never amused me. I wonder how they could tell he was dead. Oh, they have a way, I suppose. I say, Millie, look at this. You're rich. Your cousin Ronnie has named you his sole heir. Uh, did he have any money? Oh, scads of it. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Let's send flowers. Pretty ones. Hmm. Announcing Sir Philip Harris Algernon Chatsworth, Knight of the Baton. Uh, Philip? Well, who can that be? Uh, you were married to him, remember? Oh, yes. Hello, Philip, my first love. Millicent, so glad to see you, my dear. <laughs> uh, Philip, old thing, how are you? Hop, hole, and ripping. Hmm, sounds like a parlay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say, Millie, old girl, how about a kiss for old time's sake? Right, oh. Do you mind, Stanley? Uh, no, no, go right ahead. But you won't enjoy it. <laughs> Uh, how was it? You were right. <laughs> you know, Millicent, I've been reading about your good fortune in the papers. Will you marry me again? Uh, what about Stanley, my husband? Quite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wouldn't mind moving out? What do you say, Stanley? Uh, no, no, it would mean packing and all that. 
Stanley, don't be a bore. Come, Millie, what do you say? I'll think it over, Philip. Have some tea. Oh, thank you. Uh, careful, Millie. Uh, heaves my rubbers. Announcing Lord Cedric Warwick Patrick Flick, Knight of the Something or Other. That name sounds familiar. Uh, he was your second husband, my love. Uh, this way, sir. Thank you, Heaps. Vapo, <laughs> Millicent. Cedric, so glad to see you. Uh, hello there, Cedric. Toodaloo, fluffy pope. <laughs> Millicent, I'm here for only one thing. Will you marry me again? Marry you? Yes, I read in the papers your cousin died and I love you. <laughs> uh, but, Cedric, I already have a husband. Rather. You call this a husband? Oh, Millie, you can't jilt me for this fellow. He's so uncouth. Uncouth, he calls me. <laughs> I want you to know my ancestors came, came over from America under Mayflower. Return trip, of course. <laughs> well, why didn't they stay there? Who can do business with Indians? Uh, what are you doing these days, Cedric? Same as always. I'm associating with a sportsman. I'm riding on the hands every morning at a crack of dusk. <laughs> Tell <you> hoy! <laughs> Uh, that's uh, tally-ho. Can I help it if you talk with a dialect? <laughs> so you're a sportsman, eh? Right, too. <laughs> I'm playing... <laughs> I'm playing badminton, squash, cricket, and naturally, if I catch a soccer, a little peanut. <laughs> are you in the mood? No, and furthermore, you are nothing but a fortune hunter. I resemble that remark. <laughs> And another thing, are you by any chance incinerating? Uh, then you really don't want to marry me just for my money, Cedric? Naturally not. If I'm proposing to you just for your money, I hope I drop dead this minute. Oi, hold it! What's the matter? I forgot to cross my fingers. Oh, this is all so terribly confusing. I wish Cousin Ronnie hadn't left me all that money. Announcing Sir Jello, Knight of the Strawberry, Earl of the Raspberry, Duke of the Cherry, Orange, Lemon, and Lime. Look for the big red letters on his coat of arms. Sir Jello? Who is he? Oh, no one, my lady. Just a figment of my imagination. Oh. Announcing Sir Andrew Oliver Archibald Clambake. Oh, uh, Andrew, uh, he was my sixth husband. Uh, correction, seventh. Oh, you're always counting that midget. <laughs> uh, my error. Uh, welcome, Andrew. Hello, Millicent, my love. Cheerio, and are you there? I say what? Pip, pip. <laughs> Andrew, I haven't seen you in years. Hello, Andrew. Hiya, Buck. Shut up. <laughs> I say, where have you been all these years? In the cinema. Hollywood, you know. And how do you like the cinema, Andrew? Well, at first, my English accent got me in Dutch. They laughed at me. They're those beastly Americans. What sort of roles did you undertake? Cowboy parts, mostly. You see, you should see me rope a steer. A steer? What's that? Well, look at me and add three pounds. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
A very vivid description, old fellow. Well, Millicent, what I really came here for was to ask you to marry me. How about it, Millie? Just a moment, just a moment, old fellow. I ask her first. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm in this sleepstakes, too. <laughs> Come on, fellows, let's be dignified about this. After all, I'm her husband, and we all want her money. So let's draw straws for her and it. Right, right on, right, right on. Me too. Thieves, you're not in this. <laughs> Fetch me the broom. I want some straws. Now, we all agree to this method. Yes, yes. right. Is uh, you that is Eads. Uh, yes, my lord. My word! Eads, what's wrong? Bless my soul, it's your cousin Ronnie. Ronnie? 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 Hello, fellows, what's the excitement? Ronnie, old man, you're alive. Am I? Of course you are confounded. We read in today's papers that you were dead. I read that too, and it darn near killed me. Well, Millicent... After all, you didn't get Ronnie's money, but you still have me. Yes, Dratis. Hey, oh, hey, what about us? Let me buy you, Lampos. Keep your hands together. I won't buy Quiet! 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 Oh, heave. Yes, my lord. Take the broom and sweep these tramps out. Playboy. Here's a timely dessert that everybody in the family will enjoy. Ice cream, creamy, rich ice cream, the real homemade kind. Everybody in the family enjoys ice cream, especially when it's made with Jell-O ice cream powder. You can now make delicious ice cream with the old-fashioned flavor more quickly, more easily, and more economically than ever before. And you can make it right in the freezing trays of your refrigerator. Just combine a package of Jell-O ice cream powder, some sugar, milk, and cream, and you'll soon have a quarter and a half of smooth, rich, mellow ice cream. Or, if you prefer, you can make ice cream with Jell-O ice cream powder in an ordinary hand freezer and get the same delicious, creamy results. So ask your grocer tomorrow for Jell-O ice cream powder. Uh, we're a little late, so cheerio, folks. program comes to you from Hollywood. This is the Red Network of the National Broadcasting Company. KFI Los Angeles, Earl C. Anthony Incorporated.